सर्वद्वारानि मनोहृदि निरुद्यच मूर्ध्याध्यात्मन प्रणम आष्ठितो योगधारणम Translation, the yogic situation is that of detachment from all sensual engagements, closing all the doors of the senses and fixing the mind on the heart and the life air at the top of the head. One establishes himself in yoga. So here's a point, detachment from all sensual engagements. That's the yogic situation. If we want to be yogis, this is the situation. Detachment from all sensual engagements. That's the situation. It's like, what kind of situation are you in in life? And we're going to fill in the blank with so many things. But the yogic situation, detachment from all sensual engagements. So this means that the, the yogic situation is that distance from all of the things that we think are so real, so pressing, so important. When we can step, take a step back into our constant position as a soul, if we could only revert our consciousness inward, then we're detached. Then we can go through life in that equipoised, balanced, calm, collected, cool, peaceful state of mind. So there's actually a deep realization that will come upon us when we go deeper in meditation that the external world, it's not the real reality. It's a very flickering, it's called Maya, it's called the kingdom of Maya. Because my soul is now identifying with this body and all the things that go on to this body. But I'm aloof from that. That's the yogic situation. So how can you be a yogi? You have to have that detachment. You can't be so absorbed in just whatever's right in your face, right at that moment. There's no way you can be a yogi. The square one for yogi is this detachment from the body, and therefore the world around us. This is, for a lot of us, it's still philosophy, but if we can go deeper in meditation, in chanting, in our relationship with Krishna internally, then some point we'll just realize this. And we'll, we'll open our eyes and we'll think, oh my God, look at this realm of Maya. Maya has tricked all of us. Because really our eyes... See, we think we're seeing everything, but really our real eyes are closed to what's within. So we think if I open my eyes, then I'll be awake. No, actually, my eyes are closed right now. And my external vision, my external eyes are open. But right now, my eyes are closed. I can't see myself. I can't see the soul. I can't see the spiritual world. I can't see God. Even though it looks like my eyes are open, my eyes are actually, my deeper real eyes are closed. And therefore there's a nice verse in this third chapter of Bhagavad Gita. It's in the second or third chapter. Yanisha sarva bhutanam tasyam jagarti sangyami 
Yasyam Jagrati Bhutani Sanisha Pushito Mune. What is night for all beings is the time of awakening for the self-controlled. And the time of awakening for all beings is night for the introspective sage. Very deep verse. This means that a materialist and a spiritualist, they're on opposite schedules. What is night for all beings is the time of awakening for the self-controlled. Now you can think of this, uh, you know, chronologically in terms of hours of the day. It's certainly true, but it's actually true in a more subtle sense that the objects of the senses and the enjoyment and all of that is the time of awakening for a materialist. But a spiritualist is kind of asleep to that. That's just like external, second nature. And the time of awakening for the sage, when they go in meditation, the materialist thinks of that as just being like sleep. Because you're not acting with your senses. How can you be awake? So these are the, this is the polarities. Now, we're going to read the purport here. To practice yoga as suggested here, one first has to close the doors of all sense enjoyment. That's what you have to do first in yoga. Nowadays they're teaching you, okay, first change into your best looking yoga outfit. Then go to the best looking yoga studio with the most beautiful people and the most flexible, muscular, attractive forms. <laughs> So that's the, ex that's the external vision. That's those who are asleep. Here, yoga, first you close the doors of all sense enjoyment. So you realize, actually, I'm going to go inward here. Yoga is not about outward. It's not about the externals. It's not about what my body's even really doing. This is a whole nother component, the real aspect. This practice is called pratyahara, or withdrawing the senses from the sense objects. The sense organs for acquiring knowledge, the eyes, ears, nose, tongue, and touch should be fully controlled and should not be allowed to engage in sense in self-gratification. In this way, the mind focuses on the supersoul and the heart, and the life force is raised to the top of the head. In the sixth chapter, this process is described in detail, but as mentioned before, this practice is not practical in this age. So to actually enter into this trance-like state through yogic meditation, we don't really see it. Maybe some yogis in India are doing it, but as a practice for Kali Yuga, for the common people, Prabhupada said it's not practical. It's not possible because traditionally this practice, you have to meditate for thousands of years. Our lifespan, our lifespan is so short. If we can make it over to the yoga studio once a week, you know, it's like a big crowning achievement for us. So, here, the mind focuses on this. What's the point of closing these sense, uh, sense, the senses? What's the point of closing off detachment from the sensual engagement? It allows your mind to focus on the super soul. The super soul is within us. God is within us. God is within us. 
So when we can close our senses from all that, we can absorb our mind inwardly. But as long as we're still so engaged externally, our senses are going out there, that means our mind is also out there. And then as soon as we try to do one thing, something else pumps up. This is the way the material energy works. If you don't have very, very laser-like determination to do something, you're just going to get swept away, distracted so easily. We all know what it's like. As soon as you sit down and do something, bing, phone rings. Someone comes up to you. You get messages. You know, something goes on with your neighbor, some emergency. So when you can close the senses and revert inward, then we have this chance to really understand our deeper spiritual nature.